Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, I don't know how your day is going, but here on Post Show Recaps, we're having the worst day ever. That's right. It's worst day ever. The 24 season two recap podcast. Hello, everybody. I am Josh Wiggler coming to you to talk about episodes 21 and 22 of season two of 24. I'm joined here by Emily Fox. Emily, do you have his gun? Can you grab that? Did you grab that? Listen. (laughs) Hey, remember how last week? Yeah. On the television (laughs) show 24. Oh, 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 we're talking about that from last week. We're talking about last Mm -hmm. week's program 24 where uh, Kim Bauer was completely missing from the two (laughs) hours of TV. And we didn't talk about her. We didn't even talk about her. I think she came up once in passing. Yeah. And then later on in the night. It's like one of those things where like, yeah, later on in the night we texted. We're like, we didn't talk about Kim. At all. We texted about that? Yes. <laughs> we were texting a little bit. In our apartment. Yes. No, because I wasn't home. I was off in Cincinnati. That's right. We're okay. back together, folks. Just in case anyone was curious. Um, <laughs> we're in the same room. Sometimes we like to take a break. Sometimes the timber is a little off because I pause. And I'm like, is he going to keep going? You mean the timbre? The timbre is what I meant. It is absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Sometimes the timber is a little off, though. Like a few logs rolled yeah, away. Uh, it is. All on next. And so, we, so I was away and we were texting and I said, uh, we didn't even talk about Kim. The fact that Kim isn't even in the episode. And we're like, oh, that's right. It was like, it was one of those things where like, you, you know, when you need like the vacation from your vacation, it was like kind of that where it's like, man, I needed a vacation. I didn't know how tired I was I couldn't talk about Kim I've never uh, been so tired in my life and then we get to this week's double header here on worst day ever it's like I summoned her back in all of the worst ways where and I was s- like you know what let's circle <laughs> back to that first plot that really really yeah. was terrible yeah. and still at the very least Emily like in terms of like actual screen time relatively minimal but in terms of what we get ridiculous 
absolutely absurd. Uh, the coup de gras. Uh, it's like, like if someone was like, you know what, this needs a little more salt, and you go to like salt it, yeah, and, you and drop the, the, the shaker yes. falls apart, yes. and salt just goes. Kim Bauer much. is the salt shaker here that closes out episode 22 of mm. season two but we're of not even talking about that yet we're not even talking about that yet we've got two episodes that's how we've been doing it for the last little while we are taking down season two of 24's end game two episodes at a time double dose double dose after this week's podcast and we will be up to what's for us going to be finale week we're going to talk stretch. about season two episodes 23 and 24 of uh-huh. season two of 24 and i know in the past we'd be like and then that's it and then we're not going to do any more 24 and then we have like a season two of 24 podcast who knows what could happen sometime down the line no imminent plans to be going into season three so there wow, is you're uh, leaving it open like that no huh? i'm leaving i mean i guess like that's somewhat open to some degree but it is like a guarantee of like we're not coming back anytime soon we're doing these final episodes of season two and that's us on 24 for the next little while ending roughly one year after we launched worst day ever and two years after we started recording worst day ever emily so i think what a year it's been it's been a delightful year and there's still a lot of tremendous treasure ahead in 24 (laughs) that i sincerely hope that we are able to get to at some point down the line but we'll definitely need an extended break in the meantime and in that meantime season two is going out serving looks uh Season two of 24 is going out <laughs> with David Palmer's tribal council where he gets idled out of the game. Oh, my God. Uh, season two of 24. I hate it. <laughs> it made me so mad. Season two of 24 is going out with um, secret endgame villain Sherry Palmer flirting with this weird hacker dude who but stabs she's not her even in the flirting. tummy. She's just trying to be like manipulative and uh-huh. he takes it as she likes She likes him. me, right? Uh, so Weird. we're dealing with that. Weird. Hate it. Toxic masculinity. Uh, we're dealing <laughs> with uh, Tony Almeida getting fired from his job, uh, what, six hours after he started it? Seven I wish hours? I had seen him like angrily throw a crutch. How, how dare you? Yeah, like, doesn't know how but it's like really this. quiet. Uh, <laughs> and in retaliation for getting fired, he's going to then go and knock his boss out. Uh, Quite literally. Uh, drug him. What knock him unconscious. Chloroform him? So that's what's happening in these final two uh, hours of 24. Oh, yeah. And also Jack Bauer guides his daughter through uh, shooting a man over the telephone. Uh, and well, he basically said what all of us have been saying to her just this end entire it. situation. Just end it. Yeah. Uh, and so it's, it's, in a, it's in a pretty precarious spot. Things are looking bad for David. Things are looking not great for Mike. Uh, not that we care anymore. No, I was just gonna say, why are we giving Mike any like Mike time? That's a that's a <laughs> pretty good, pretty good uh, over there, pretty, Em. Uh, pretty. Yeah, I, I liked that quite a bit. Mm. Um, I liked that quite a bit. You know, uh, it's not looking great for Jack because this this guy he needs to to take in has just like run through some sort of uh, apartment tunnel. Uh, you know. <laughs> It's a, a banner moment for uh, he shanked his way out of that situation. tunnel homes here on post show recaps in the past week. There was a big prominent tunnel in uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah, recently. he had to Andy Dufresne it. He did. He definitely Dufresne it. I don't know how long the river of whatever is, but um, he's going through it. And Jack Bauer has to deal with that. He's like, I'm just so tired. Don't you guys know I died the other hour? Like, can't I just take a nap? Uh, and so there's a lot going on here as we're getting through to the end. And yet, Emily. <laughs> I know that some of this is just putting you to sleep. I kind of felt like episode 21 
was a little slow. This is uh, this is going to be upsetting to some people who I think that the trial of David Palmer is probably considered a top tier episode of certainly early well, twenty four. I think it's notable. I think the annoying thing about it is that it's very clear that enough votes are cast in hit like towards you know unseating him, right? Yes. And no amount of information is going to save him. You just feel like it's a foregone conclusion. Right. So I'm just sitting there. It's almost like a real rubbernecking situation. And obviously for you, you know what the outcome is. Yes. But for me, I was just like, oh, this is like all of the things that I think in another TV series I would probably care about. But for this particular it's David show, Palmer's presidency. No, I care? love David Palmer. Come Don't on. get me wrong. Yeah. But for this, you know, it's minute to minute, and you're supposed to feel like you're really in it, and it just it feels, drags. It, it drags. It drags, and it's really hard. I suspect we'll yada I'm yada someone, through much of it. Well, yeah, but I'm someone also who's like, no, I want the truth to come out. I want him to be saved. Yes. And like the fact that like everyone's just like such a bad guy. Like, everyone's such a bad guy. Everyone's such a bad guy. But some next-level Dennis Haysbert acting yeah, uh, he's here excellent. as President He's Palmer. incredible. And, uh, like, you're obviously rooting for him, and you want it to go well, but it's not going to go well, so you're just sitting there for the in- inevitable, and it's tough. I think the David Palmer in The Trial of David Palmer is my favorite David Palmer. Uh, yeah, because he's like, do I yeah, look like yeah. I'm stammering? Can you tell me that I'm disabled? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, like, he is uh, He's really going for it, and just, like, the indignation that he has over all of these... Uh, treacherous cabinet members like you're coming after me really yeah really but it's just exhausting after the day I've had? and it's so uh, you know i think a lot of it obviously mirrors not necessarily specific political moments for us in real life yeah but i think there's a lot of gaslighting that's happening here a lot of people that are you know flipping the switch saying like oh i didn't tell you that or i didn't do this or i you know i'm you know plausible deniability there are ways in which this is like a triggering episode of 24 where i'm just like oh cool so this happens all the time in real life why do i want to watch it um sort of in dramatized in real time yeah Um, well it is tough it is tough and it makes me icky i know it does but we gotta talk about it so we're going from 4 a.m all the way through 6 a.m in this also i'm so tired for them i'm so tired for them. they're all exhausted they're all exhausted also unfair advantage to uh the people in washington d see because it's like at the time that this uh trial begins it's like 7 a.m for them they have donut and coffee places open at that hour uh we're working in in like the los angeles side of things for david palmer like he's probably eating like a twix from the vending machine um so just the things that they're working with on the east coast versus the west coast uh in this battle not particularly fair to the west coast at 4 a.m is my uh, hot take i suppose the really hard thing about all of this is the fact that obviously they need to like tie up a lot of plot lines correct and it just feels like we pushed a little too hard on some of them some of them have been stretched to make Uh, things like really intense yeah 24 needing to be 24 episodes is a problem That's the end of the sentence. Yeah, yeah. sometimes uh, it can be. It can I mean, be. I've sometimes this it's up very before. fun. Sometimes you have a boring hour in your day. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes you have to go pee and eat, like get a snack eat, like, and like you know to the, to the chat point. it up with somebody that yeah. doesn't really matter in terms of the long haul. They know that they're like we don't have enough for Kim. She needs to be gone for two episodes, and then they come back and this is what they've got for Kim. In the first of th- these two episodes, she's just gonna have a scene where she's like, I guess I should call my dad, just check in, let everyone know I'm Do still on the show. Do you know what's maddening though? I would respect it more if they were like, 
you know what? Kim slept in her cell for two hours. Listen, some, you know what I mean. Like, sometimes you know, they, David needs to yes, sleep. Sometimes they will. Maybe do we don't do that like this, but uh, like it is just assuming rare. that everyone's up. Yes, the yes, whole time. Yes, no one sleeps. No Listen, one sleeps. justice doesn't. Not sleep. a healthy workplace. All right, let's get into it. Let's okay, go to four a.m. Emily, uh, and when we begin the episode, we're at Kate Warner's house. Uh, and uh, Ron Swanson and Colonel Carrillo <laughs> from Narcos are locked in a bathroom together. And Jack's like, just open the door. I'm not going to kill you. Like, you killed my friend. It's like, that guy sucked. And he's going to be really <laughs> mean to Walter White in a couple of years. Uh, and so uh, he's like, give me the chip. I need the chip. If you if, if you don't give me the chip, I'm going to storm the gates and I'm going to take it down. And I really would love it. I, I will let you live. I will let you leave. Just give me the thing. There's a scuffle. Ron these Swanson are like extraordinarily agree. reasonable terms, I think, too. Yeah, but they're freaked out and they're terrible. So these two idiots uh, get into a fight with each other and Jack bursts in the door. But Ron Swanson dropped the chip. Uh, and uh, so Jack is like, OK, well, let's just uh, plug this in and see if Michelle Dessler can't. But fix meanwhile, it. he's like, also, we got to tie these. Yeah, guys he up. tells Kate, he says, get some wire, Kate, so I could tie them up. And Kate's like, I'm not sure if we have wire, uh, but they might. Didn't. The it's police possible. show up to take them away. Did we see that? They're gone. Yeah. They've been arrested for because, sure. Because like Kate's taking a bubble bath later. Can you imagine if she was like, you know what? They're still here. No. They're in the corner. No, at that point, she's excused everyone, which I have thoughts about uh, as we go deeper into <laughs> into the show. I do too. So actually. let's go to David Palmer, uh, where he's just sitting. He's like, I can't get a hold of the vice president still. And also, it seems like our fighter jets are in a holding pattern. And Mike, isn't that a problem? Because I recalled the fighter jets. And, and Mike like, goes, hmm. yeah. Um... David, come into this other room with me. David, could you come with me? And David says, is that is that an order, Mike? It says, oh, no, 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 no. It's not an order, but it is pretty important. Uh, there's a very critical Zoom meeting happening <laughs> just down the hall. Can't I just zoom in from here? Well, some years from now, yes. Uh, but for the sake of a television show, no, I would appreciate if you came with me to the conference room. Uh, and so Mike will tell David because David's like, I'm not going anywhere until you tell me what's going on. I'm the president of the United States. Uh, Mike says, that's true for not now. For long. For now. Uh, so some people would like it if you weren't the president of the United States anymore and they're holding a big meeting about it. Would you like to come and check that out? And David says, yeah, I, well, I actually would like to be in the room for that. Uh, and so he goes in uh, and he's he's confronting this. He's in this long conference room. It's going to have the laptop that's going to be very important to Mike uh, as he has to count the ballots later on in the episode. <laughs> there's just like all the, you know, there's the monitor. With it's all so th- important. <laughs> it's so Those great. two buttons that are yes and no. Iconic. Legendary. Uh, early 2000s. Uh, what a so time. Good. What a time. It's so uh, good. So many, so many things are so similar and so many things are not. Uh, yeah. And so David is like, oh, Jim. Now I see why it's so hard uh, talking to you today. You've been busy. He's like, well, sorry about the subterfuge, David. Uh, and David says, don't you say sorry to me unless you mean it. Uh, and yeah, the vice president's like, yeah, so uh, we're invoking the 25th Amendment. This is a thing that we can do if we think that you're sick or incapable or blah, blah, blah. And screw you. If the rest of the cabinet votes with me, I'm the president. You're not anymore. Nanny, nanny, poo, poo. And David Palmer is like, well, that's childish. Uh, and I don't respect it. Uh, and he says, "This is a, this is a thing that's in place in case I'm uh, ill or incapacitated." Uh, and they're like, "Well, the language doesn't really." Yeah, the vice president discern. says, "Well, I talked to the attorney general, and he says it's not that." And he's an attorney, and he's an attorney, and all. I think that that's the person who I trust. Uh, and he says, "Listen, I think that you're not a bad guy." Uh, vice president Prescott says to to President Palmer, "He says, but I do think you're stressed." 
I like, I'm so mad. I'm incensed by all of this. I think you're stressed. I think it's been a day and I think you're having a lot of feelings about it. And it's like, yeah, of course I'm having a lot of feelings. Would you have handled it any differently? And I think that we're on the cusp of war, David, and you don't want to face the reality of that. And we have to make some choices. Otherwise, tens of thousands of Americans are going to die. And if we don't do this in the next two hours. So... Yeah, we're going to have to kick you out of the Oval Office. And he says, no, this meeting is over. Uh, this meeting is over. And Prescott says, listen, you could leave if you want, but we're voting. Yeah. And if it doesn't go in your favor, you might want to be here to, to vouch for yourself. This is where Dennis Haysbert uh, steps up and gives a great David Palmer-ism. Uh, he just steps up, listen to me. Take a good look. Do I seem scared? Am I breaking into a nervous sweat? Am I babbling? Am I at a loss for words? Is my voice shaking? Can any one of you really look me in the eye and tell me I'm disabled? And everyone's like, oh, I think maybe we shouldn't have I summoned each other to this vote. I had recorded you just reenacting that. It's on the podcast, so Josh, that's good news. Do you ever like think that maybe like your drama minor went to good use? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think each and every week, uh, perhaps sometimes daily, hourly, for the patrons and listeners of Post Show Recaps, that oh my boy. drama minor has paid off in yes. space. Uh, anyway, so the Secretary of State is going to be a real person of interest. He's just this old guy on an airplane yeah, on yeah. the TV. And he's like, well, now listen, David, I love you a lot. No one in this virtual room likes you more than I do. But listen, these are huge allegations, and I we, think maybe yeah, we, we should owe just, it like, to ourselves. Let's to, like, process yeah. it out. Uh, I'll vote for you. Don't worry. Like I'm a safe vote for you. Uh, and David Palmer's like, oh, that's famous. Famous last words. Uh, Palmer's going to agree to go through with this uh, on one condition: is if he has a leg to stand on. Here it seems uh, that if he wins the vote, Prescott, the vice president, steps down immediately. Uh, so the vice president is like, I will. That's fine, because I think I've got the votes yeah, and I'm exactly. going to win. Uh, and so it's real tribal council stuff. I know you're not, you're not a huge survivor person, Emily, but this is sort of like 24's uh, big survivor episode, I okay. would say. Uh, right. That's how I feel about it. Uh, and the secretary of state's like, okay, well, let's all take a couple minutes to regroup uh, to, to compose ourselves for the debate that we have coming up. And David says, let's not mince words. It's not a debate. This is the trial of David Palmer. It's like, whoa, he said the name of the episode. It's not called that. I wish it was. <laughs> I was just going to say, I feel like that's not what it's called. No, like. I believe the episode is just called 4 a.m. to 5 a.m. Yeah. Pretty sure. Uh, all right. So at CTU, uh, Tony is talking to Chappelle, as he's going to many times. Chappelle's until- being a real CTU. Yeah, uh, if he if he <laughs> he's eventually going to have to like stop speaking and start acting uh, is how Tony's going to have to handle this. He's mm. say, "Hey, Ryan," and Ryan's like, "Doop a doop a doop." Ryan, over here. Who's saying that? Uh, it's me, Tony. Oh, hey, uh, you scared me a little bit. Uh, he says, "Well, what's going on? Uh, why, why the military operation was called off two hours ago? Why didn't you tell me that?" Ryan's like, "Well, I kind of think that we're going to go through with it." <laughs> Tony's like, "What do you mean?" Why would the president reverse course twice? He's like, because he's, by the end of the episode, it's going to be a different president. But don't tell anyone I told you that. Ryan Chappelle seems to be clued in more than David Palmer was about any of this. Well, yeah. That's how you coup. I guess that they did a pretty good job cooing. I guess that they did a pretty good coup here, uh, uh-huh. to be fair. Uh, I'm upset. 
I'm so upset. All Can you guys feel like me? Yeah, seething? you're not thrilled about any of it. Uh, Jack Bauer calls uh, CTU and he's, you know, phoning in for the first time. while. It's like, yeah, I was attacked. I got captured. They killed me. I'm back. Yusuf's dead, unfortunately. Um, but if not for Yusuf, we would, wouldn't have this audio chip. And now we've got it. But it's damaged. And don't ask why. There is a Ron Swanson role here that was no good. But, like, how did it get damaged? Do we think Ron just, he like, dropped, dropped it? it that's, that's what he says. What it is? He says, I dropped it, it. Rather than it being yanked out of a physical body. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe it was, like, sewn in weird and shoved into flesh and then pulled out of flesh. And getting, maybe that was a little intense. Getting yanked out of a physical body is pretty bad. Yeah, rather than falling onto, a like, a little tiled bathroom yeah. floor from three feet. Yeah, definitely not the best. Definitely not the best. <laughs> uh, that might have been worse. <laughs> it, it just might be that the chip has been damaged yeah. for days even yeah. just like decomposing inside of this yeah. man who like had like acid reflux that was like burning the chip uh Ew. that's not what happened how long has he had that in him for but yeah like dropping on the ground from like two feet up. maybe he should have put it in one of those little like airtight capsules before putting it into his it's body. a good idea you ever Emily. think about that i just did for the first time and i think you might be on you know something. but you put your little like memory card in yes Oh, from like a PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Early 2000s. Uh, Think about it, guys. Jack is going to say, hey, Tony, look up a guy named Peter Kingsley. Uh, he's uh, he's an we oil. We still don't know what he looks like or he, anything, do we? He's an oil baron. We've met I Peter mean, Kingsley. I we've, mean, we've met him, but yes. like there's no, no like real intel no on him No crossover Everyone keeps being like, yeah, Peter Kingsley. Anyway, let's get even to the bottom these, of this. Even through these two episodes, I thought we would get like some Peter Kingsley it's stuff. It's kind of surprising that they're like, oh, up. this giant oil tycoon that's kind of the like yeah. cause of all of this. And we're not even going to like Google him. No, no. Not or Google ask at all. Jeeves him, I guess, yeah. at this point in time. Jeeves, Jeeves got nothing. Meanwhile, Emily, the trial of David Palmer is underway. Uh, and we're revisiting a lot of the things that happened previously in the day. Uh, previously remember, on 24. You remember Ron Wieland? Yeah. He was the journalist. He he's kind like, of hey, seems he like, locked me up. You know what's annoying about it is that, like, I tend, uh, like, especially considering um, the fact that you are a journalist in a lot of ways, hmm. I have a tough time That's with their... That's too fancy for me these days. Well, they, I, I have a tough time with their portrayal of a journalist, where he's like, well, my amendment, like, I my know. rights were violated, yeah, and I'm really not, upset. Whatever. And this like, is, it's not great. It's not and great. And, like, David's like, cool, do you think you're more important than hundreds of thousands of people? All of this is is like sort of strange and weird. Yeah, and not it's like a real reach. It yeah. feels like it's like I threw you in jail because you weren't being a good guy. And he wasn't even in jail. He was just like detained. He was, he was just in detained. custody. He was able to get out in time to make it to Washington D.C. for uh, coffee and donuts. So uh, he was in the room with. Didn't Vice he President have Prescott. like a delicious snack while he was there? A crawler. Like, yeah. I think he had a crawler. No, but like. It's- oh no, he had a, a nice little bin of Lynn. Kreskis that they gave him <laughs> on the house. R.I.P. Uh, I don't know if she's dead. I don't I choose to believe she's alive. Okay. I choose to believe she's but alive. But no, I just I think Whatever. It's like David's a very... like, I had a legal precedent to do this. Next. Bring me the next guy. Yeah, like if that's like sort of like the salacious thing that happened. Then we're gonna it, be fine. It here feels really ridiculous. Like this yeah. is gonna be fine then. Um meanwhile, at uh four twenty in the morning, Jack Bowers at his <laughs> laptop. Big mood, uh, is what I have in my notes. Uh so it turns out that the chip is totally busted up and it's just not going through, and he's just like, ah, major damn it energy. Uh meanwhile, 
Kim Bauer returns to the narrative. Uh, she calls Tony Almeida. She's from, like, hi, I'm here to be a thorn in your side. Is my dad available? Did you remember me? Uh, and so she she calls in and Tony patches her into Jack. And we have like a very brief, you're alive. I know. Sorry, it's just taking us so long to even talk about that. Uh, and uh, this is very good for Jack. Yeah. Uh, Emily says at this point in time while watching, she impersonates Jack Bauer and says, that was great. This is just the meal I needed to get through the rest of the day. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we love to see a little light, you know, like sure. a little lightness for him. But uh, obviously the the, that's that's only going to last so long. At the trial of David Palmer, uh, David Palmer finally calls out Mike. There's a lull in the trial. And so he has a moment to Which speak with Mike Novick. Also crazy because I was like, is everyone watching while he says this? Oh, it's possible that he it was a hot mic. Yeah. Uh, with Mike <laughs> Novick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating. Oh, can I unbutton my top button? That's unprofessional, Mike. Uh, and so uh, David says, your, your David's, interpretation of a hot mic. David says to Mike, you knew all this time. You knew uh, you were never on my side. You were with Prescott. And Mike says, I'm on your side, David. And I always will be. This could be a good thing. A chance to correct a mistake of historic proportion. David. I'm begging you. Reconsider. And President Palmer's looking at him and he goes, I'm the president, Mike. You don't call me by my first name. Which is and like, it's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's oh. that meme of everybody oh. going, oh. Yes. Everybody falls in. Yeah. You can't tell me that scene isn't fire. It's That's so good. Fire. It's that stuff good. holds up. That hit real well today yeah. when I watched it. I was like, I forgot about that. That was so I couldn't remember exactly when that played out. Yes. And I almost brought it up, but I was like, I know he made a note of this. Oh, I know he'll course. bring it up at the right time. So good. Yeah. So great. So that's yeah. like no matter where this goes next, like these two aren't going to be exchanging Christmas cards for a while. Uh, it's going to be a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, back at CTU, uh, Chappelle is uh, just still angry with Tony for like continuously getting involved with the Cypress audio. Uh, and he's like, listen, Jack has found the thing. He's coming in 15 minutes, just 15 minutes. Call the president. Uh, and so Chappelle will call the vice president. Like, okay, I guess like, this evidence is allegedly coming. This is like one of those moments where I was like, okay, so Chappelle does have it in him to kind of like pony well, up. He's like, all right, well, if it's going to be here and I can like, if you're telling me I can call the president in 15 minutes, then I'll just like say that. That's 15 minutes. That's not unbelievable. But after that point, there is like, when you're thinking about it in like the relative scale of like this insanely accelerated timetable, I guess that there's a degree where it's like, Chappelle has all of his top experts telling him that uh, this isn't yeah, real. Yeah, you have to you have to kind of like you know take a sample of like what everyone's saying. But you can afford one measly helicopter. You can have like three people on the Bauer case. Like that is kind of ridiculous. do it now before oil prices Come go on. up. Uh, so <laughs> do it now. Uh, Roger Stanton, uh, Harris Eulin himself, the Scalari. Brothers. The effing worst. He comes I back hate in. him. He's so obviously such like a scoundrel. In a bathroom. It makes me like, so mad. Uh, sorry, you have to see me like this. Uh, you see, I was tortured for several hours. Like, F you. Yeah. Sorry. After he I'm hit me sorry. many, many, many times in the head with a hammer, uh, I had to give it to him. I had kids. Uh, so Roger's going to lie about how all of that went down. All um, of it. Uh, and like we're going to see um, the footage of the torture. But then it gets cut off. But it cuts early after. Uh, I, I stood up at that point. Do you yes, remember this? Yes. Yes. Roger says we knew about the bomb on the tape. And then David says enough. Look at that. Booyah. And everyone's like, I don't know. Uh, it's, I'm not convinced. Roger Stanton even's like, what do you want from me, David? 
I was so strapped to a chair yeah. with thousands of volts of electricity coursing through my body. That's a that's a direct <laughs> that's a direct quote. <laughs> a direct quote is I was strapped to a chair with thousands of volts of electricity coursing through my body. That's <laughs> what he says. Uh, also, there's no rest of the tape. That's the tape. It's been edited. Uh, and so David, who has just dressed down Mike Novick, turns to Mike Novick and says, Mike, back me up here. Uh, and Mike, this, this. And Mike was like. Oh, that's the backup. Yeah, not bad. Spontaneous dugging. Not our best, but not our worst. You went so much faster than I was going. Uh, yeah, we were really out of rhythm. And that's absolutely How dare my you? fault. Uh, but then Mike does not supply that backup. Mike's backup is worse. Mike's backup is, I only know what the president told me. I wasn't in the room. It's enraging. You are a little piece of paper just folding over Well, th- so this for is, everyone. This is where I stood up and left the room, you know, actually to get like chapstick. But I was really mad about it. Josh was like, where are you going? And I was like, I'm just getting this chapstick, well, but I'm, I can't believe this. Things it's unbelievable. were occurring, Emily. Uh, so David Palmer is just like livid with all of this. Uh, he says, like, we don't, I've been acting extremely in the face of extreme events today. You guys aren't giving me the benefit of the doubt. I'm trying to save lives here. Uh, and he keeps monologuing for a bit. And then the vice president says, okay, I just got a call that your guy, Jack Bauer, is going to be on the phone soon. So maybe let's just cut to commercial break. Uh, and we'll uh, we'll see how this is going. Um, it is around this point in the episode that Emily Fox says out loud, you say, I think I'm going to give this episode a B minus, is what you said that. at that point in yep. time. I don't know if that's where you landed, but you were a little like, ups- I think a lot of this is you were upset. Yeah. You're both like a combination of like, oh, this is a little bit boring and also I'm upset. Yeah. I think is where it you were. It didn't feel like we pushed the narrative along in a way that felt... I don't know, nuanced and productive. Instead, it was just like, here's a way we're going to drown the one person who should be credited with potentially, yeah. you know, making sure that the world remains a little more intact. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead like the fact that he's not like jumping to David war. Palmer guys. Yeah. Like he's not doing? jumping to war right away. He wants to like verify that this is legit. I'll also note that when the votes start happening of like who thinks he should stay in office for whatever it's worth, Secretary of Defense is like, yeah, I think he should still be the president. It's like, you know, like that feels like an endorsement of like, let's not just like start killing people. But it's just enraging to me because there are so many people on, you know, voting side of things that are like, you're an upstanding man. Like, I care about you deeply, but like. I actually, you know, I'm just like part of this like big political yeah, move. That I'm part is of the like, coup. Yeah. And it so just the problem, sucks. David, is I am part of the coup. So got to vote. And it's yeah. just so, it's it's really it's heartbreaking. It's upsetting. Because like we've watched it enough with Sherry. Yes. With other people who clearly don't David want David can't catch power. a break. Everybody always is coming yeah. after David Palmer. People are being like real jerks. Yeah. It makes me upset. I want him to succeed. He's a good president. He cares about people. It's so clear that he does. Even if Roger had to get, you know, like. I do think a big piece of this, though. Hilariously tortured. I mean, it's not hilarious, but it is kind of funny to think about. David Palmer, like, in, in reviewing the tape. You know, the character can often be rather problematic. Uh, and some of the things he does aren't that great. But Dennis Haysbert just plays him with such sincerity and conviction that you just want to believe. You know, you really want to believe. And sometimes, uh, like, even in spite of, like, probably what I would normally be thinking in the face of some of the things he does, like, you're just so good at this. 
and I just like you a lot, and you do seem, like, very honest. You really wanted to save Dr. Ferragamo, you know, for instance. Uh, and so I, I, this is very tough. This is very tough. Uh, so they're going to have the evidence anyway. Jack Bauer's calling in a few minutes. First, he has to console Kate Warner. Uh, so he's at Kate Warner's house and she's crying. She blames herself for the entire day. Mm. And Jack says, it's not your fault. Not the entire thing. Just your section of the storyline. Uh, the rest of the show has had other moments of highs. You're fine. Um, and he says to her, uh, he says, cause she says, this is my sister. I should have known. <laughs> and Jack says, listen to me. There are things in this world that are out of our control. Listen. Sometimes we like to blame ourselves for them, uh, to make us feel better. It's so deep. It's a very I, deep moment. I actually really felt this moment. Yes. Genuinely. Where I was Kiefer like, Sutherland sells it. I was like, oh, every once in a while, the show can be really on point. Yeah. I wish they had more talk like Sometimes this. Sometimes when Kiefer gets a moment. Remember uh, in season one, maybe you don't, but remember when, when he and Rick are in the water tower and he tells Rick that like part of getting a second chance is like making up for the thing you screwed yeah. up in the first place. Yep. yep. Remember I told you how much I loved that as a kid. I was like, wow, that's profound. Uh, like that but was, like there are moments like that where this there's was like, like a this little bit one of those. levity. This yeah. is one of those two. I don't even know if it's levity. It's more like there's like these like nuggets of wisdom every once in a while, like some gravitas, I think is the word. I think that's what you use it for is a moment like this. But, and Kiefer Sutherland's like, he's kind of like, he's been through some shit, Jack Bauer. And so he plays that. But doesn't that make you wish that there was more character development rather Absolutely. than them responding to like insane events Listen, every 10 a, seconds? It's a mixture of like the times that this show was created yeah. in, um, I think, in a large part, like the people who were making the show, um, but also the format of the show drives a lot of this too. You have to fill out 24 full episodes, uh, generally hitting almost all of that real time other than commercial breaks. Do you think you could uh, do a better job? Not with 24 episodes. No way. No, Why it's not? really, well, I don't know. Maybe uh, but you could, you could do really in-depth no. character development. And crazy things it's, happening. It's early 2000s. This stuff is like, But you could you know, do it now. Uh, well, wow. No interest. Uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 ha I'm happy to have this as a relic of the past. It's been really fun to go back and look okay. at. Okay. Um, the but, next Bel Air. But Jack says that, uh, and uh, you can tell he's like kind of talking to himself, too. Mm -hmm. It's like maybe he's, he, we have to remember, he's still reeling from the death of Terry Bauer. Yes. Is a big part of Jack Bauer's whole thing today. Uh, and when he's saying this to Case, as that's, it wasn't your fault, he's hearing what he's saying, and what he's saying is as much to himself as it is to her. Yeah. Uh, so that's nice. What's weird is that they've met, they've known each other for 12 hours and he's already stroking a bang out of her face. Exactly. Uh, C2 calls and interrupts and says, Hey, so the audio file is dead. We don't have it. <laughs> I like, hate this Shit. part too. Like that's, what's so frustrating about this episode. It's like nothing went well. This is what I told you. It's a game of telephone, right? Like it's Ugh. hot potato. Uh, it's just like, always kicking the can down the field is what we got to do. Uh, and so Jack says, okay, well, do we have any leads? And Michelle says, yeah, I, I know hacker code. Like, I know when hackers give their signatures. And I don't I know found if you've seen the movie Hackers, but I've watched it. But I've it, seen Hackers. And I know one. Uh, so there's junk code, a signature from one Alex Hewitt in Laurel Canyon Boulevard uh, in North Hollywood. And do you remember what I said? I uh, said, not Laurel Canyon again. Yeah. Uh, because that's <laughs> what happened with Kim and Terry once upon a time. Anyway, so Jack says goodbye to Kate. Uh, and she says, be careful. And he says, thanks, I will be. And, and I then said, we cut to is this the last time we see Kate? And Josh goes, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. I said, I'm sorry, no. 
Um, we're mostly done, but you know, not all the way. Uh, so Jack uh, is going to phone into the meeting, and he's going to tell David Palmer the bad news about the chip, but also that he's got a lead, and he's chasing it down, and he's got a name of a guy, and uh, all of this stuff. And it's kind of like David doesn't want to hear this almost. Uh, because he he knows if he has to like hold this line, this is probably going one way. Um, but he also wants to uh, you know hold up to the truth, so he's holding up to the truth. And he asks Jack. He says, "Are you absolutely convinced of this, Jack?" And Jack says, "Absolutely." And David Palmer's like, "Shit." Okay. Well, <laughs> folks, bad news. Um, Jack Bauer uh, found the chip, but it's broken, and we don't have evidence. And everyone's like, "Cool, so you're gone." Everyone's like, "So then you're good with the with the attack." He's like, "I'm still not good with the attack." Yeah. Uh, and Mike tells him that uh, Bauer is an illusion, a mirage. Please walk this back. A lot of people are gonna die. Uh, and so David's like, "No, let's just do the vote. We'll do the vote." Uh, and so there is this great little program. Uh, of like uh, of these numbers that get uh, processed and the yeses and the noes and it looks utterly ridiculous, Emily. Yes. Uh, it's this laptop. It's this chonky computer that <laughs> Mike is operating. He's like, all right, well, I didn't want to have to do this. And he unlocks this chonky laptop that has the program. Where it's like, now I have a program in front of me that's going to tally everybody's yeses but it's and like noes. These incredible graphics. Like it's not just like a spreadsheet. You know what it's I mean? So. O-T-T. It's what does like that mean? It, over the top oh, box. Okay. It's like it's like <laughs> it's like uh, in Tournament of Champions, the randomizer that Guy Fieri spins. It's like as ridiculous as that. It's like just like these huge apparatuses well, on the screen, well, on the computer screen. Yeah, it's like these that look like they were from chunks. like 1997 AOL. Well, it looks like almost like a tortoise shell piece. Uh-huh. Where it's like randomized, like geometric, like trapezoidal, like yeses and nos, right? Yes. But the music that's playing while he's doing it is just so intense and building. Like yes. there's so much like dread to it. And I'm like, he's literally like cataloging, cataloging votes. Right. He could have a legal pad next to him that just had people's names and he could be checking it off with a pencil if he needed to. No one would like hate him for that no they've got a program but instead it's like this really in. weird graphic design yes. program they have to use that that makes zero sense and it's not like it's something that was oh i don't know created in a way that the masses understand like like an excel spreadsheet sure or like even FileMaker or something like that, or like a FileMaker would be dope. Yeah, you know, it's like this weird like thing it's that great. no one recognizes that has weird font and sizing, and like would never translate to real life, and would never be created in a in a way. So these are the results. Like, it's so weird. These are the results of the votes. They could have just gone up to an urn and cast their ballot, and then Mike <laughs> Noah would, would go and say, "I'll tell you." He could have had a tiki torch, and it would have made much more sense. Yeah. Um, and so if anyone has a hidden immunity idol, now would be the time to play it, uh, is what Mike Novick says. The Secretary of Defense votes in favor of David Palmer, uh, and then uh, the Secretaries of Agriculture and the Interior vote against David Palmer, uh, and then the Secretary of State is agonizing over this vote. He's the guy on the airplane. He's just sitting there. Where is he flying to, this man? That's what I'm trying to figure uh, out. He also, says, he has great service for he, an airplane He flight. does. He does. He says, David, I've never met a man I respect more than you, Mr. President, but uh, a lot of lives on the line, and I'm feeling a lot of peer pressure. I'm going to vote no. Uh, and so David Palmer has been removed 
from office. He's going to have a chance to appeal in four days. In the meantime, please hang up your coat in the armoire. And he is forced to leave to go to a holding room. And Dennis Haysbert milks this for all he's worth. He just stays in the room. David Palmer for like a sustained minute and just stares down every single face on the monitor. Uh, And Mike and even Agent Aaron Pierce is like, man, um, I really don't feel great about this, but I got to do my job and get you out of here. (laughs) My hands are tied. This seems like it was kind of by the book, or at least it says to do this in the script. Uh, And so he does take him out, and the vice president is sworn in. The episode ends, Emily, the first of these two episodes ends, with Jack Bauer reaching the house of one Alex Hewitt. Uh, And the apartment is empty, and no one is in there, and it seems like it's been tussled up. And it's dark. There's no lights on. Mm. But then Jack, in the apartment, hears something. It's an elevator. Someone is coming. And there is a bodyguard who walks in. And then a mysterious woman walks in behind him. (sighs) And she says, Alex? And then the lights get flipped on. And it's Sherry Palmer. What is she doing at the apartment of the person who is responsible for forging the Cypress audio? And you know. Huge twist. You know what I said there. Oh, you said no. (laughs) No. I said no, it's Sherry. Yeah, you did not love it. Of course. You didn't love the return of Sherry Palmer. Uh, but it is it is happening. It is happening in a big way. We'll talk about it a whole lot more (sighs) in the next episode on the other side of the commercial break. First, Emily Fox, ultimate letter grade for uh episode twenty one of season two. All right, fine. I give her an A minus. An A minus. What boosted it up ultimately? Some good Dennis Haysbert, some wise words from Jack Bauer. Yeah. I don't need to be like too much of a twenty four snob here. Okay. But it was not my favorite episode. Not your favorite episode. That's totally fine. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to talk about the episode that is Emily's favorite episode. I actually don't think it is. Uh, (laughs) It's certainly not. not. But a lot of ridiculous things to talk about that come in episode 22. On the other side of this commercial break, stay tuned. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, and uh, one commercial break and a donut later, we are <laughs> back. It was raspberry glazed, for anyone who wants to know. Emily, it was really good. Was it? Yeah, it was quite good. Mm, where'd yeah. you get it from? It was like a little chocolate cake. Chocolate cake donut with a little raspberry wow. glaze. Wow. Yeah, sorry. I got that from the Washington, D.C. meeting where we were voting out David Palmer. Ah, yeah, they okay. were serving donuts already, so I decided to go to the East Coast meeting. It's nothing personal against uh, Mr. President, but uh, did need the, uh, the donuts. Um, okay, so let's get back into it, Emily. Yes. Sherry Palmer is here. This is the big episode that gives us a lot of Sherry Palmer. This is sort of an event. Uh, Do you remember what I said to you? I was like, this is the best she's ever she looks fantastic she looks so polished she really does and i would agree with you if not for the fact that i'm old enough to remember when she wore the detective costume when she clandestinely met with lynn kresge in the night uh (laughs) and that was her best look but this is her second best look okay fine second best look okay it's an event it's jack bauer and sherry palmer that's not really a character combination that happens very frequently but we love it uh so you know this was kind of exciting at the time i remember being like oh shit okay jack and sherry and the Jack and Sherry stuff in this episode, I do think, is just like two people who are exceptional at their uh, respective skill sets. Doesn't uh, that sound great. like such a like cheap drink you can order? A, a Jack, Jack and, and Sherry? Oh, that's, that's disgusting. <laughs> which is diluting which? I don't know. I don't know. That's maybe the problem Equal is that parts. Jack and Sherry don't mix well together. Equal parts Jack and Sherry. Uh, and we're seeing that happen here in the 5 to 6 a.m. hour. So <laughs> we'll talk through just how well Jack and Sherry intermingle. Uh, as Sherry's bodyguard is just strolling around Alex's apartment. Bodyguard. Uh, well, ex Secret Service, oh, current yeah, private sorry. bodyguard. My bad. Uh, who is terrible at his job because Jack Bauer is lurking in the corner of the apartment in a not so subtle way. Uh, and the bodyguard's like, I see nothing here. Better go outside and check the parking lot. Uh, and so he's going to go and do that. And Sherry is going to be alone. And a demerit to Jack Bauer is that he doesn't step out at any point during any of that while Sherry is alone, being like, Sherry Palmer, what are you doing here? And who is that guy? Uh, he just stays hidden the whole way through. Um, I guess ultimately it's fine. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get more to that in a little no, bit. No, but like I'm really impressed by like the entire scenario where you're like, okay, cool. Jack sees her. Yes. He understands the gravity of the situation. He knows that he's gonna make this call. I think this is the thing we were like kind of hoping for in the last episode. Indeed. Like, what's gonna what's gonna like break? Yeah. What's gonna be the thing that like allows him to move forward with this? Because Sherry. He's been going out on a limb so many times in this particular season. And I mean, I think that that's just kind of like the gist of like Jack Bauer as a character. But we're in a strict timetable. We're running out of time, folks. This is the the antepenultimate episode of 24 season two. David Palmer is about to be like, he just lost the presidency. Uh, we have jets traveling towards They're three circling. innocent countries yeah. that we will not name because no. we don't know what they are. And the vice president is like, but they're still up in the air. And they're like, yeah, they're still up in the air. He's like, that's terrific. Great. I hate it. We're going to push forward with the attack. But it's it's like this breaking point of like, okay, cool. So he sees everything that's going on. Yes. He knows that he's going to have to stop this. And then he like, I don't know. He just like 
he's so good at what he does. Yeah. Sherry shows up. He's like, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. This is yeah. going to be good. He's like, I got this. Uh, it's just going to be great uh, scenery chewing that is going to occur between uh, Penny Johnson, Gerald, and Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good stuff coming our way. Here. All right. Mike Novick comes to David Palmer. I'm going to need you, Kiko. Doesn't he look flush? He looks embarrassed. Like a hot mic. This is, a, he's a like hot a little, mic. Like a little sweaty. He's like the, uh, what was it in Inside Out? The, like the angry one that just like sets his head <laughs> on fire. That's Mike Novick right now. Uh, and so, But he's like not really copping to the fact that he's a bad guy. Not really. So David is like, how long am I going to be detained for, Mike? And Mike's like, well, first of all, it's been three minutes. <laughs> just so you know yeah. how long you've been detained yeah. versus how long Ron Wieland your new best friend. That's right, David. You didn't want to be my friend. Ooh, Makes that clear. That's yeah. what it is. Uh, so Mike says he's going to be detained for a few hours until Prescott announces uh, what happened about the bomb and uh, their retaliation and the fact that he has ascended the throne. Um, and this is probably, I don't know why this is the moment, but this is the one that makes it so clear to me that Mike Novick is the bad guy here, where it's like... He goes, rump. Where it's like, man... People across the country are going to wake up and you think they're going to be feeling safer because you threw a coup on the day that a nuclear bomb went off? You think that's going to be good for anyone? Uh Uh-huh. So the whole thing is trash. Uh, And he takes David Palmer's card. He says, this belongs to Prescott now. Give me (laughs) your wallet. This belongs. Yeah, and he takes the wallet. He only takes the card out of the wall. But David Palmer's staring Mike down the entire time. But they do like a card check. Do you notice that? Yeah, they check the card just in case any chicanery was occurring. Uh, <laughs> at CTU, uh, Chappelle says, everybody listen up. I got I big suck. news. I'm not listening to any of the warnings. Big news. He told I'm just going to go along with President whatever Prescott. Whatever you want. President whatever Prescott. Whatever you want. Uh, he tells him about David Palmer and Tony's like, well, that's some bullshit. And uh, he's going to be like, why does no one want to believe Jack Bauer? And I was like, whoa, Tony's really getting mad. He's like, yeah, I am. I'm pretty upset. I had a couple of bad hours there. I forced Jack into a position where he had to break his ankle. And then I confronted Michelle right outside the bathroom and asked her, why do you bring a cell phone to the bathroom? But outside of that, I'm a pretty upstanding guy. And I'm pretty upset that no one wants to give Jack Bauer, the most uh, capable character on the show, the benefit of the doubt. And now what? We're, we're dethroning presidents over this? This is madness. And everyone's like, Tony. Uh, he's had a couple of bad hours or bowers <laughs> have you ever thought about that no do you think that's why he's that's called why Bauer? i'm podcasting about this josh i'm think, here did jack bauer was jack bauer named such because they combined bad hour to bauer yeah it's pretty good <laughs> it's pretty good thanks it's not bad yeah it's not bad uh tony's pissed off <laughs> Yeah, and Chappelle's as like, he should be. And Chappelle, I do think like there is like it, I'm there torn here. There are small here. moments with Chappelle where I actually no, he sucks too. I mean, they oh, all yeah, suck, man. he's terrible. But I do think he's like, oh okay, like that does seem like a lead that's worth following. But I think one too many times he's, he's like, like Bowers nah, chasing ghosts. Sometimes hunches don't work out. Uh, can't put it any simpler than that, Tony. And like I get it to some degree. Uh, but Tony then says to Michelle, says, all right, I'm going to need to find someone to talk to about uh, about all this. I'm going to talk to someone in Prescott's office. And she's like, he's not going to like that you're still doing this. Like, I know. Ay, ay, ay. At Alex Hewitt's apartment, Jack steps out and says, stop right there, uh, which you could attach to the Wandoff theme song. Uh, and he pulls a gun on Sherry's bodyguard first, who he uh, gets down onto the ground and then knocks unconscious. 
and I don't think that anything else happened to him. Does he just sleep through the rest of the episode? Yeah, he's like a non... He, he's not even a problem at all. He doesn't exist in the rest of the episode. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I don't think he ever wakes up. I think that guy is just like stone cold, flat, knocked out. And that's it. Uh, this is a very strange it's way to nothing. deal with this. It, they, they, like, people showed up and they said it's not even a problem at all. So Jack holds a gun on Sherry Palmer. uh, And she's like, what do you want from me? That's fairly wild that Jack has a gun on Sherry, I feel like. Uh, But also, like, she's not backing down. No, she's not. She says, I'm trying to help David. He asked me to come here. And he's like, I don't really believe that. And neither do we, frankly, because we've seen Sherry before. And this doesn't feel like anything we've seen over the last couple of hours would indicate that David secretly called Sherry to help on his behalf. Uh, so anyway, they're talking all of these things and like, they're both like sort of like posturing at each other. Uh, and And I feel like that's like a continuous theme throughout the entire episode. Yes. Um, but one of them has a firearm and that's Jack and he shoots (laughs) at her. I thought he hit her. Emily freaked out. You're like, did he do that? And you were excited about it. I needed her to get maimed ever so slightly. Well, by the end of the episode, you get your wish. I know. Uh, Just to like knock her down a peg or two because like she just has such an incredible reach with people. She sure does. Uh, So no, he just shoots past her just to like flex to be like, I could do that. And it's like, oh, geez. This is escalating. Everybody just needs to sit down and have a Lynn Kresge and talk this through. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Jack realizes that he shot through like a false wall. And so there's a dude who's been in the apartment the whole time. Well, and no, we're seeing like shadows through that one right. bullet hole. So yes. it, he's like, huh, that's weird. That's the guy I'm looking for. It's and probably indeed, the guy. It is the guy he's looking for. That's Alex Hewitt. Uh, and he comes out, and he's all... And he kind of looks like Pete Davidson. He reminds me more of Jeremy Sisto. Okay, so Pete Davidson and Jeremy Sisto Combined. got together. Yeah, and morphed into one singular person. Without Perhaps it's Alex any Hewitt. of the deep voice of Jeremy, no, Jeremy Sisto. No, no. Um, but the actor whose name I'm blanking on, who plays um, Alex Hewitt, I was doing some, uh, some uh, looking into his uh, filmography. There's a lot of voice work. Um, the His actor. name is Jeet Misto. Jeet Misto. Oh, because that's the combination of the thing. I don't know. Uh, I don't think that's actually his name. That'd be hilarious if it was. If it was Jeet Misto, did you say? Yeah. Jeet Misto was the name. Rick Wasserman <laughs> is the name of the actor. Don't laugh. That's not nice. Rick no, Wasserman. I'm sorry, I was just so far Rick off. Rick Wasserman. Oh, man. Okay, so this is going to be tough, Emily. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Uh, so this is <laughs> this is going to be challenging because I'm going to tell you something that's true and you're not going to believe me. And I don't know how <laughs> else to convince you. This is why we invented the safe word Ferragamo, okay. remember? All right, all right, all so right. So when I say Ferragamo in the context of worst day ever, I'm not doing a bit. I'm telling you the truth. Okay. You are going to have I'm to ready. believe me. I'm ready. Hit so me. Rick D. Wasserman, who plays Alex Hewitt, um, has a lot of uh, voice acting credits. Has been in you know a decent amount of <laughs> TV. Tell me he was and, in the Lion and King. Movie I'm gonna lose and my video mind. games. Um, okay, is he in the Lion King? He was King? also. He's also done a lot of stage work. A okay. lot of he has a lot of theater credits, and one of his theater <laughs> credits is the Lion King. No. <laughs> <laughs> and in the Lion King, Ferragamo. He's Rafiki. No. Okay, good. No, no. Uh, <laughs> he's he he has been credited 
<laughs> with more characters than I am with Joseph and the Amazing Te- Technicolor Dreamcoat and Damn Yankees. That's two apiece, baby. Okay. Uh, Rick D. Wasserman has alternately in The Lion King, the musical, played Scar. Okay. Zazu. <laughs> Timon. <laughs> And Pumbaa. No, that's too much. That's according to Wikipedia. Whether or not that's true is uh, <laughs> beyond my ken, but Ferragamo, that's what it says. Wow. Uh, and the reason why I had to break this this way to Emily is that one time, <laughs> a long time ago, I effectively convinced Emily that Jonathan Taylor Thomas of Home Improvement, who voiced young Simba in The Lion King, successfully lobbied Disney to have his co-star from Home Improvement and his on-screen sibling, Zachary Ty Bryan joined the cast of The Lion King as Rafiki. How long did you believe that for? Longer than you should have. It's a good good stretch of time. What you really should have done is pledged this to everybody listening to see who believed it. No. Hashtag ZTB. Can't do it. Can't do it. No. But I I, I mean, it was, it was a pillow talk session where like, I think <laughs> maybe five minutes in and I was like, wait a second, a, this doesn't make any sense. Very strange. Uh, the, the pillow talk could be very odd. And that no, was one night. No, Josh always tries good. to convince me about these like really <laughs> insane I got you like, on that one. Yeah. Pretty you, good. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. You did. You and really did. so I had to, you know, uh, preface all of that for you. But you brought it up earlier tonight on we our did walk talk home about from it. dinner. Yeah. We did talk about Zachary Ty Bryan's <laughs> near miss as Rafiki. So when I watched you just start to shake laughing, before you really revealed where you were going, I was like, uh-huh. oh, shit, it's yeah. the Lion King, yes. isn't it? Yes. All right. Sure is. Well, here we are. Sure is. Talking about 24 and the Lion King. Anyway. And it's 2022. So what are we going to do? Here's Alex Hewitt coming out of the room. I was like, Mrs. Palmer, you said you would help me. And she says, shut up. Don't say anything. He's a federal agent. Uh, and so Jack's telling her to be quiet. And this whole thing has really escalated. And very quickly, Sherry Palmer's pretense of I'm here to save David really does fall apart. But also, I think Jack picks up on what she's putting down. Oh, yeah. Where she really thinks that like she can game the system. And Jack's like, you know what? Yes. The easiest play for me is to go is along. Is to lean into that. Yeah, lean in, think, like, let her think that He's she gonna, has control yes. of this situation because this is how she has operated in the past yes. and she will stop at nothing to get what she wants. He's going to string her along yeah. on the hopes that she's going to get an immunity deal and it's not really going to happen, he thinks. Uh, but she says, I'll tell you everything for full immunity because she's like, I'm here to get some re- incriminating recordings of myself. And Jack says, okay, well, I'm going to call that in. Yeah. That's a felony. Uh, and so she says, if you if you grant me immunity, I'll tell you everything. And so she knows like everything. Uh, she but talks, like he like he hangs up on Tony effectively. He does hang up on Tony, and which like, like for me, I you know at, what I'm risking. <laughs> I know, and I looked at Josh, and I was like, he should have pretended to hang up on Tony, and but then kept on. the phone on. But he didn't do that. He does hang up on Tony. The narc in me was really upset about this. Uh, and <laughs> and so Sherry says, so listen, the truth is, I got really mad at David. Uh, I brought him the presidency and look at how he repaid me. Yeah, and I wanted him to fail. I wanted him to fail. And so I thought that maybe I could team up with some people to start a war and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Which is insane. Um, But I've had a change of heart and I don't really want to be involved in that anymore. And Peter Kingsley is a bad guy. So she knows Peter Kingsley outright, she says. Uh, And she says, but if you don't get me immunity, then I'll deny all of this and it'll be your word against mine. Uh, So Jack is going to allow her to talk to Alex Hewitt because she basically says, I can convince him to prove that the Cypress audio is fake. He'll show you how to do it. He'll do the tech demo and everything. Um, So like seemingly at face value, you're like, okay, does this have legs? Can we make this work? Yes. 
Um, meanwhile, we know that we're under like an insane time crunch because planes are planes are on, on the their sky. Way. They sure are. President Prescott is like cool. Yes, love what you're saying to me, like and, Army General. Like and, let's keep going. And newly removed President Palmer is having a bonding session with Agent Pierce. He's like, mm-hmm. Aaron, can we talk? Aaron's like, I literally have been ordered not to talk to you. <laughs> and David Lean's he's like, you've been ordered not to listen though. And Aaron says, I'll listen. I'll listen to whatever you have to say. Uh, and he's basically, by the end of it, Aaron's like, and I'll also talk too, because like, <laughs> you're great. Uh, and he convinces Agent Pierce because he's like, you have a son in the Navy. Let's make sure he's fighting for the right reasons. Get me a sat phone. I need a secure line. Agent Pierce, ride or die, he's going to do it. He's going to get a phone to, to David Palmer. Um, and around 521, Michelle and Carrie start beefing again. I guess it's been a tiny little bit before since they've been beefing. I'm exhausted. Uh-huh. I'm exhausted. And so she, like, they try to, like, uh, you know, some subterfuge there. It doesn't really work. And then she this tells Chappelle. This is the Chappelle, second time you've said subterfuge. Um, it is. Could Makes I, me think of fudge, so that's why I've noticed ooh, it. That sounds delicious. Wouldn't it be nice if we had some subterfuge? Yeah, I think that that's a great <laughs> idea for like uh, a fudge line where it's uh, just like in a container that's like twirled around. No, really hard. much like subterfuge, it's like the actual flavor does not match at all what it looks like. Uh, <laughs> so you're getting like secret flavors that you had no idea. You've been, you've been, uh, you've been, you've been like you've been a conned. cake, like a cake that doesn't look like a cake. You've been tricked. Like you have like a chicken on the table and then you cut into it. And I you do realize think it's that. What cake. is that new cake show called? It's cake or is it's it not a cake, cake or no? I don't know what the hell it I is. I think that uh, they should do. What's the cake show? The cake show where the cake yeah. isn't a is cake. Is it a cake or not? Uh, is that what it's called? I don't know. Is it cake? Is it cake? <laughs> well, we are proposing subterfuge. <laughs> <laughs> to fully rip that idea all the way off if we can. Oh, I'm going to write this down listen, now. Netflix and says, is it cake? Tangible Hulu? proof. We are you listening, Hulu? Yep. Apple, are you out there? Disney Plus, you want to give us a call? Subterfuge. Subterfuge. It really rolls off the tongue. And if any of you out there listening to this take this idea from us, I will have we'll no now. recourse. I'll no, no, we'll recourse. just now. No, I'll be happy that you got it off the ground. Just give us free samples. Yeah, that's um, fair. So Carrie's going to tell Chappelle, Eggless, like, please. Chappelle, this is all still happening. He's like, God, I hate all of this so much. Jack is going to call Tony and tell him what's going on. And Tony's going to tell him, yeah, well, David's not even the president anymore. Uh, and listen, just get me a helicopter. I'm going to bring this guy to you and we're going to be able to get it all done. Uh, and Tony says, I think the fight, I think that the president now, president Prescott will listen if you've got the stuff, but he's not going to wait. So you got to get here fast. And Jack says, well, we've got two hours and change left. So it's got to happen pretty soon. (laughs) Um, Sherry is telling, uh, Alex Hewitt, don't worry. We're in this together. I'm the one who looks after you, Alex. Do as I say, and this will turn out well. And don't worry about Agent Bauer. He's very low on the food chain. Which is like Caddy. I love that line. I love that line. I love Sherry Palmer. I think Sherry Palmer's a terrific character. She's such a bad guy, though. When done well. But she's a bad guy. And so what she's saying here. she looks so good. Oh, God. And her saying, he's very low on the food chain. I just love that. Oh, that's great. They shot her better. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, I think she's great. Well, yeah. she did get shot. She got stabbed is what happened here. Oh. Um, so Sherry's telling Jack, okay, so he's going to show you the tech. So uh, get get ready and be excited about that. He's going to show you everything that he can do. Meanwhile, at CTU, Tony gets fired. <laughs> Tony comes to Chappelle. He There's says, so I talked to Jack Bauer. right? Of like, hi, are you an important person that probably believes in the truth? Bye. Bye. 
sorry. Sorry, Tony. You've been reassigned. Take your crutches and leave. And he goes, reassigned? Where am I being reassigned to? He goes, I don't know. You can go home, though. I would be like, probably yes, I will. And you've got 15 minutes to clear out your desk and get out. But like, can't you just go home, maybe tell Michelle to leave with you and then like use your cell phones and call Jack that way? that's not great. There are lives on the line right now. No, you go home and you keep running the mission, but like you're able to do it from the comfort of your own home. Oh, just like uh, doing like uh, covert ops from the couch? Yeah. Couch ops? Yeah. Couch to five ops. Uh, couch ops <laughs> sounds like a, a meal, uh, like some sort of steak. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Tony has 15 minutes to clear out. He's like, I don't think he did that. He goes, fine. I don't like this job anyway. I didn't uh, even move anything into my desk. He really did All didn't. those things are left over from George. At 531. <laughs> <laughs> at 5.31. Like, I'll take my bagged it, lunch that I haven't had time yeah. to eat and I'll... Take it back. It was tuna on rye. Ew! Uh, it's really old now, but I'll I still eat it. I didn't refrigerate it. You guys don't pay me nearly enough for <laughs> anything other than a tuna on rye. Uh, so Jack is with Alex Hewitt. He's like type, type, type B, doing all sorts of techno mumbo jumbo. Uh, and Alex is suspicious of Jack because Jack was really mean to him before. He did shoot at him a few times. I uh, actually think that this is like a normal response. Alex Hewitt's like, wait, 10 minutes ago, you said that everything was my fault and you're I was a traitor. A and jerk, now you're yeah. saying I'm a good guy. And Jack yeah. says, well, I kind of feel like maybe you're in over your head. And Alex says, well, I kind of don't know if I trust you anymore. Uh, and so, uh, Sherry's like trying to get involved and Alex doesn't know if he wants to be around Sherry. Even he wants some privacy with Jack. He says, she's trying to screw me over. And he says, no, you think she thinks you just got tricked into doing something you didn't understand. And he says, okay. And so she's looking out for me and, and she likes me. Right. And Kiefer Sutherland as Jack Parker goes, yeah, I think she does. Uh, <laughs> problematic. I, I always thought was, uh, was something, um, at five thirty nine. And at this Closing point, in, thank God, at this point, it's been about an hour and 20 minutes since last we've seen her. Kim Bauer returns to the narrative. And boy, uh, is she back. She's back at the Matheson's. Remember the Matheson's from the start of the day? I don't want to. She's I been on the run. Don't from the Matheson's. Care for this. All this time later, she's back to get her stuff, to collect her stuff. And and move on with her life. Do you know what's kind of messed up? Emily Fox out loud in this moment says, what's going to happen now? Yeah. You're not excited about well, this. Well, so it's a weird way in which they reintroduce her. Uh, there's a cop with her. He's driving her. She's spoken to her dad at this point. Like she's been on the phone with, with Jack. She's like, I'm just going over to get my stuff. The cop is like, cool. Take all the time you need. I'll be here waiting for you in the car. Yeah. And it's just too much of a linger on that moment when yeah. you're like, cool. So she can't just like waltz into this home and seemingly take her things without there being some sort of caveat, right? Yes. Like there's something that's a that's about to happen. Yes. And then you see. He's back. Gary. Josh, I swear to you guys. All right. We're going to have to review out the footage. If I'm correct. But like. I'm pretty sure I said we're never going to see Gary again, right? And Josh I, said no. I feel like 
I if if it was done that way, then maybe it was said and I didn't like quite hear you right. But I try to be really forthcoming with you when like no one's coming back. I thought he was gone. It's one of the big issues of like continuing to do twenty four anymore because like you know the rhythms of the show now. Yeah. So you're able to call a lot of the shots on what's gonna happen. So if you ask me a question of like like if you were to ask me now the equivalent of like so is Nina the mole it'd be a little hard to like outright lie to you about right, it right, right now um but I'm trying not to to do that I'm trying to like you know uh you know speak with you on your level and what you want to know and talk to you very candidly like with Lynn Kresge I told you we're done with Lynn Kresge but now do I you never that? see her again she might come back selling cookies next no, se- next season. No, she's done. She's okay. off the show. All right, all right. It's over. You okay. never see her again. And I don't think I would have said you never see Gary Matheson again because you memorably see Gary Matheson <sighs> again. But people could go back and check the tape and uh, let us know if I, un- if I ever said that. Because you did think I said that. Um, Such an unwelcome return. He's back. Don't worry. For just a short period of time. Guess who's back in that mother effing house. So David Palmer gets a sat phone and he calls Jack. And Tony is like operator standing by. Uh, and Jack does yell at Tony, could you get this chopper here faster? And Tony doesn't have the heart to tell him, I just got fired. Uh, and so David Palmer is listening in. He's talking to Jack. Jack has the proof. Also, Sherry is here, and he can't. He has. He can only have a one-sided conversation because right. Sherry's listening to everything. And David tells Jack, do not trust Sherry. Trust yeah. me. That's the one thing I could tell you. Uh, and David Palmer also is like talking to Sherry. He's like, what are you doing there? And Sherry says, I'm just trying to help. He's but, like, I don't trust that at all. This is a big relief, though, I think, especially for me, where I was like, thank God he's telling other people. And that he's Sherry's getting some there. information. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, it's one thing when you see Jack and he's interrogating yes. her and like kind of has a handle on like what's going on and yes. like how to like what are my next steps. But to like speak to not only Tony, but David and to be like, this is what's happening. Here are the people involved. Huge shock or maybe not so much, depending on like how well, you know, the characters, yes. but like, you know, we got to stop this. We do. So it's, it's actually nice. Like I felt like, okay, that's a little vindicating for me that like he at least was able to speak what's happening to somebody else. Yes. Even if Tony's been fired at this point, at least he has he's still been. answering the phone. He has been fired. Yeah. And so is David. Yes. So that's tough. And Jack Barr's like, you could fire me, but like, I'm still going to come yeah, to work. Yeah, I will always find justice. Yeah. Uh, so Kim is collecting her stuff. Oh, Tony has been listening to this whole thing, and then he calls Michelle after hearing all of that. He's like, we're going to have to get Jack the helicopter. I'm yeah. going to need your help doing it. So they're going to concoct their whole plan, uh, which is going to involve him and Michelle knocking out Chappelle. They're going to call him to a conference room where apparently there's no intercom because of the whole office getting blown up earlier in the day, if, right, you'll, if which, you'll recall. Right, like, such a negligible part Yeah, it of happened this a now. long time ago. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're going to chloroform Chappelle and knock him out. That seems like a line that they've crossed <laughs> and a choice that they've made. But... Yep. Uh, we stand, nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sometimes to happen. You do what you got to do. Um, Mike, this twerp, comes and takes the satellite phone from David Palmer and arrests Agent Pierce. Uh, and David says, it's not his fault. I coerced him. And Mike says, you didn't coerce anyone. And David Palmer says, shame on you for placing us both in this position. Yes. It should be you putting yourself on the line, not Aaron. Mm-hmm. And Mike says, I tried to be a friend to you. And David says, I don't need a friend. I need someone to do the right thing. Yes. Mike is not doing the right thing as far Amen. as David is concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Aaron is like, okay, sure. I get it. 
It's fine. I'll go. You stay. You stay. Um, Kim is in the Matheson house, and Gary has broken in. <laughs> he is carrying How a, did he even get loose, though? How did he get out? He's carrying a police officer's gun belt. Oh, that's what that is. Yes. And you didn't see him do anything to a cop, so it's like, how did he get that? Well, he got it from He was the never cop. arrested or he found. He got it from the cop in the front. You know. Uh, Josh. Yeah, I know. Oh. Yeah. I was like, Josh, I know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> I got it, too. I also got that. God. Yeah. It's uh, like I've never seen this before. But Gary had, I'm coming up with Gary hadn't things. been arrested. He was on the lam. No one knew where he was. He was in the wind. And now he's come back but to it, get it, his drugs and his passport. Well, it almost looks And his like, boxers. He's packing looks, only underwear, it seems. But, like, to me, it seems as though he, like, showed up to his house thinking that maybe there was, like, a patrol officer there in case he came back. Right. And then realizes later that Kim's there getting her stuff. Yeah. So he, right? he finds out that she's there. Because he's like there, like, yes. you know, cleaning up. Like, yes. he's like, okay, cool. I need my drugs. I need my socks. His passport and his yeah, underwear. Yeah, like, I'm ready to get the hell out of here. Yeah. And then you hear her be like, hello? Yes. And you're like, God, Kim, why? Yeah, so she's calling out for him. Um, back at Alex Hewitt's apartment, Sherry Palmer is telling Jack, that, you know, the, it's not the only reason, like, I don't want to be implicated because it'd be bad for David, you know? And he's like, oh, suddenly you care about David. You know, he's Mr. Palmer now, by the way. He's not the president anymore. He's been kicked out. Prescott's the president. And Sherry goes, oh, my God. And he's like, yeah, your plan works. You got what you wanted. Yeah, like, don't play that game. Uh, right? Tony calls Jack. He's knocked out Chappelle, but it's better that you don't know that, so he doesn't tell him. Uh, and so uh, they're they're getting ready to to get all of this going. Meanwhile, while Jack is talking to Tony, he says, uh, be careful with Sherry Palmer. She's going to try to cut a deal. And Sherry overhears this. She's like, what do you mean try to cut a deal? And Jack says, yeah, you well, you know, listen, I'm in charge now. Alex is with me. You could try whatever you want. That's the deal. Uh, but I'm not guaranteeing you squat. This ends up being probably not the best thing to say to somebody yeah. while he doesn't have total control over the situation. Totally. Kim Bauer uh, then sees that the policeman is dead outside and that Gary is inside. And he comes searching for her as she runs away and we have like a little bit of a scream situation on our hands. Um, and she like... As in like what? She has the same hair as Drew Barrymore? Oh, I didn't re- really even think about it. I thought about it more like sort of like it's the slasher horror movie and we're at the end of the movie. But I could see that she also is like kind of wearing the same clothes that Drew Barrymore is wearing in that scene. <laughs> They're both like wearing like sort of like white sweater Would type... Would it be weird if we found out there was popcorn on like the stovetop downstairs? Oh, she was like, popcorn. I just needed a quick snack. Just I quick haven't snack. eaten in hours. Yeah. Officer Francis, me. do you want some? Oh, oh, Officer Francis. Uh, he's gone. Uh, so he was on the back deck the whole time. She goes and hides in the attic, and Gary comes. He says, Kim, it's all your fault. If it wasn't for you, Carl would probably still be alive. Classic. Probably, he Classic. repeats. There's like, gross. So even you know you're horrible. Yeah. Um, Kim knocks him off the attic ladder, and then she falls through the freaking roof because, of course, and she lands on him, and yet she's the one who's fine, and he's flattened out. And she gets in touch with her dad by calling CTU, who patches her through to her dad. And he talks her through shooting and killing Gary. She says, grab his gun. And then he starts moving. She goes, oh, God, he's moving. And he says, shoot him, Kim. I can't. Do it. I can't. 
But these are all the Shoot things him, that, like, we've been yelling through the screen. It the is whole time. very meta this moment where all of us are like, "Just end the storyline." Yeah, line. we want this to die Please. horribly. And so she shoots him, and he has uh, some pretty awful final words. And she shoots him, and then Jack says, "Just shoot him again, just to be totally sure." And so she does shoot him again, and she's freaking out. And Jack Bauer decides he needs to call somebody to go and collect Kim. And rather than call anyone at CTU, I guess history is not great there, uh, he calls Kate Warner, who is not off the show yet, but she is soaking <laughs> in a bubble bath at the very least, which feels like such a, like, maybe one of the most realistic things after, like, this ho- no, horribly... No, it's not realistic. Nope, 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 nope. You go to bed. I would need to You relax. got home. You made a grilled cheese sandwich because that was all that was in your fridge. You waited for the cops I would need to, to leave. relax. No, you're Too not stressful. looking like a, a bubble bath is like a zen, like a week from now when you're really having processed everything that happened to you. I'd bathe. It is not an immediate thing. You jump in the shower, you go to bed. I'd bathe instantly. Nope. I'd be like, this was crazy. I can't sleep. Um. Anyway, she chooses bubble bath. Epsom salts, you think? No. No Epsom salts. It's 2001. Uh, We don't think about magnesium. And so Jack calls her and he's like, can you go pick up my daughter? She's in the middle of a terrible storyline and yours is kind of over. (laughs) So I don't know if you could help. You seem like the one other blonde character I could call on. She goes, sure, sure, I get it. Uh, So she's going to go and she's going to pick up Kim. But Jack has been distracted by all of this to the point that he doesn't notice that Alex Hewitt, this person of interest, has gotten alone with Sherry Palmer, who is once again trying to get into his ear. And in the process of that, Alex Hewitt, who does not particularly want Sherry Palmer in his ear, while there are no eyes on him, is going to grab a blade and stab Sherry Palmer in the stomach. Mm -hmm. And Jack Bauer is going to be too late to do anything about that. And then Alex Hewitt is in the wind. He goes off into some sort of tunnel. Yeah. In his apartment, he's got an apartment tunnel, and he it's runs insane. down to the apartment tunnel, and Sherry Palmer is looking at Jack, and she goes, help me! Uh, and Jack goes, I gotta go find this guy first. And so he goes bursting off into the tunnel after Alex, and that is where we leave the antipenultimate episode of season two of 24. Alex Hewitt's in the wind. Sherry Palmer's bleeding out. Gary Matheson is dead. Kim Bauer shot a guy twice. There's a chopper showing up. And Kate Warner is gonna have to get out of her bath a little early. I guess Emily doesn't care, but I do. Love a bath. Love a bath. Well, what if she was in there for a while already? Yeah, maybe she's like, I had to get out anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, letter grade for the second episode of these two for 22. I uh, give her an A. You give her an A. Why was this one better than the other one? Just more action? Yeah. A more action for Emily. Like, Fox. still not my favorite, but, like, we got to move it along at this point. For right? sure. For sure. All right. Well, we are up, if you can believe it. To the final two episodes of season two of 24. That is what is next on the menu. And at the very least, for the next good little while, these will be the final two episodes of 24 that you and I are going to be talking about here Mm -hmm. on Worst Day Ever, Emily. So it's quite the event for everybody. If you've got feedback, anything you'd like to write in about 24, I would do it now. Uh, This is definitely (laughs) going to be uh, the the, the final two episodes of the show that we're going to be talking about for a good little while. Um, If we have enough feedback to do a feedback show at some point down the line, we're certainly open to that. Um, Currently, that is not where we stand. But if you've got feedback, you want to send it in 
please do it. We can get to it on the episode next week, or if we've got enough to do a feedback show, we will do that as well. So write in josh at postshowrecaps.com. You can tweet at me as well, at Round Howard. Emily is at Emilet, like an omelet, but with an E yeah. at the start. You can talk to both of us at the Post Show Recaps Patreon Discord when you sign up to support Post Show Recaps on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash postshowrecaps. You can talk to us about 24, all sorts of other shows that you like, whether they are old or they are currently airing. We would love to talk to you about all of that and so much more. Emily, do you have any uh, predictions for where this thing is going to go in these <laughs> final two episodes? It's been such a journey. Sure has. I'm sad to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also... What if it's a really brutal cliffhanger? How are you going to not want to watch the next one? Oh, that feels like weird foreshadowing, and I'm not against it. We're not doing a podcast imminently. There okay. is, uh, there's a lot of stuff in like season three specifically. I would love to talk to you about on a podcast. We just clearly, with the huge delay that happened here in season two, we got to get our shit straight. Um, so it's just not the okay. right time right. to do season right. three anyway. Right. But I'm not closed off to doing it down the line because I do think that <laughs> I'll just say that you should probably meet the Salazars. Would be uh, oh, no. would be a fun time. <laughs> we got to meet the Salazars. Oh, so no. I'm open to it eventually. Uh, I, it's just definitely not going to happen imminently. But I need imminently, to find a rival show that I know super well that you don't know. I'm at here all. for that. I'm here for that. Uh, Wouldn't could, that be so fun? Yeah, I would love that. I okay. think that'd be super fun. All right. Uh, super, super fun. Um, but yeah, predictions for the next two episodes. I don't know. We like hopefully wrap this up and David Palmer's still the president. Tony Almeida still has a job. Jack Bauer <laughs> is still considered to mm-hmm. be like pretty legit. Kim Bauer manages to survive um kate di- like disappears into the ether okay and that's pretty good yeah maybe michelle and tony go out on that date that'd be nice like right away where he looks at her and he goes a crawler and she'll go yeah i'd love a coffee too he's like you know i've got a good 24-hour diner that we can go to exactly I'm still making mozzarella sticks if you want some mozzarella sticks <laughs> What kind of meal do you feel like having yeah. after being away for 24 hours? Yeah. A bath. More than that, probably. Because, yeah. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Tough. Well, we'll see if any of that happens. Uh, and none of if none of it does, then, like, I really secure my, my position in being like, ah, yeah, let's wait. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. We Ferragamo. Will see, we will see Ferragamo, how it all goes uh, as we return next with the final two episodes of season two of 24 and potentially the for now final episode of Worst Day Ever, a podcast adventure that has been two years in the making. We're very excited to get to the end of season two. We hope you all are as well. We'll talk to you all again very soon. Bye. Bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power 
loyalty and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.